This is Tim Tap, host of Tapping to the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Networks. Command code verified. is in a crucial stage It's not because of foreign wars we wage It's more to do with the colors blue and red Too many laws and too much government Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread So many people try to cross the border Politicians build a new world order Today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, once again. I am your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap. We're coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee, and we are trying to get into this weekend because this past week has once again found a way to top itself with all of the insanity that's going on. First, we see Donald Trump officially coming out and saying, uh, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the whole Republican debate stage, at least this first one. Uh, but instead, what's he going to do? Well, he's going to take all the air out of the room again. Who is going to be watching the Republican debate when they can be watching Donald Trump sit down and talk to Tucker Carlson, because that's where he's going to be instead. He won't let the competition have a chance to gain ground. He's going to go and do his own thing. And presumably this has a lot to do with the fact that 
he's just not going to agree to support whoever the eventual nominee is in the event that it's not him. Now, at this point, it seems highly unlikely that it's going to be anybody else other than him. And the only way that's going to change is if people really start to stop and ask the question, can Donald Trump win in the general election with all of the legal battles that are going forward? It's an interesting question. It's one that a lot of the yay were always on board the Trump train folks would castigate me for even asking. But it is a legitimate question that we should be asking, and we should be taking a longer look at it because, unfortunately, we don't have the numbers outside of the diehard Trump train riders to get him back into the White House. So we have to be able to win over the independents. We have to be able to win over the sometimes Trumpers, uh, not the never Trumpers. We know where they're at, uh, not the hardcore Democrats that are going to support Joe Biden because they love watching Weekend at Bernie's 47, because that's really all you're watching when you're watching uh, Joe Biden. But uh, the sometime Trumpers have to be convinced. A lot of them are hanging out, uh, currently supporting other candidates. The independents who can be swayed one way or the other, are they going to fall into the Trump camp? Or would they be more likely to fall into a, a Vivek Ramaswamy camp or a Ron DeSantis camp or even a me if I decided to throw my hat into the ring late uh, camp? Not likely. And that's just one thing. Uh, Hunter Biden got his misdemeanor tax charges thrown out. Uh, presumably, the excuse that we have is to make way for new charges to be filed. Uh, quite honestly, I think there should have been different charges filed in the first place. Considering the dollar amounts in question for these tax violations of Hunter's, seems to me like these should have been felony charges, not misdemeanor charges to start with. Oh, yeah. And uh, evidently, James Comer, he seems to think that he and his fellow Republicans that are currently looking at the Biden crime family investigation, he seems to think that they found a new email address uh, being used by Joe Biden, a secret address. We'll find out more about that in the weeks to come. We'll probably talk about that a lot when we get to the Sunday show. So be sure to tune in for that. You'll have to look it up in the podcast version because at the moment, the Sunday show is the only one that's not rebroadcast somewhere. Uh, so, you know, just come find me uh, pretty much wherever you hear podcasts. Before we go any further and before we start welcoming on today's guest, I do need to spend a moment to talk to you about our good friends over at Four Patriots. The reason I keep talking to you about Four Patriots is because right now, we know stuff is about to hit the fan. We literally have the Biden team out there talking about Bidenomics as if it's a good thing because they think it is. They have a plan, and that plan is to destroy the economy, wreck it, make sure that only they have all the money, and the rest of us out here have to live at their mercy. That's the plan. They may not like us knowing the plan. There may be a lot of people that ignore the plan. There may be a lot of people that want to deny it, want to pretend like it's not true. And a lot of those folks are going to continue to vote Democrat. Heaven help them. Or as they say in these parts, you know, I'm out here in East Tennessee, down south, bless their hearts. The thing to remember, though, 
you got to be ready for the worst. It's up to you to prepare. Be prepared. Nobody's going to help you to get prepared better than our friends over at 4Patriots. Whether we're talking about emergency backup electricity to keep your necessary devices operational, or if you just need a good stash of uh, survival food kits, they've got plenty, all kinds of great stuff. And it's not like you're trying to live off rations. You're eating gourmet when you go with more Patriots. That's not an exaggeration. But you don't believe me? That's fine. Remember what I say at the end of every show. Don't take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. And you can do that by visiting them at 4Patriots.com. Once you're there, whatever you decide to put in your shopping cart, be sure to use the promo code TAPP, T-A-P-P, at your checkout in order to save yourself 10% off your order. Doesn't matter what you got or how big that order is. And the more you buy, the bigger that 10% turns out to be. And during the age of Bidenomics, who can afford not to save some money? Okay, so again, 4Patriots.com, that's the number 4Patriots.com. And use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P, at checkout. Uh, at the moment, we are trying to get in touch with our first scheduled guest, Dr. Miriam Grossman. Uh, we are not making the connection at the moment. So uh, I will do what we always do in these situations, scramble. I will keep talking. I will see if there is a better number. In fact, I'd probably need to make sure that I gave Doug the right number because, uh, sadly enough, that has happened to me in the past where I have flubbed that up. Uh, we will check that. I'm going to send him the number that I should have sent him here in just a second. And as we do that, well, I'm going to try to as I'm <laughs> trying to get uh, over here to the right place. Guys, this is a lot of fun. I love live radio, and I hope you guys do too, because <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. Uh, I'm sending him the number, and we'll double-check and make sure that that's the one I already gave him. And if that doesn't work, we will uh, then reach out to uh, the PR folks that scheduled. Okay, so that is the correct number. I didn't flub up this time. Yay, good for me. Now it just means somebody else has screwed up. <laughs> We'll see what can happen. But as soon as I do this last little thing, which is reaching out to the PR folks, uh, we'll see if we can't connect uh, perhaps a bit late. And I will continue talking about a couple of these stories that I was kind of touching on. Uh, let me uh, do that right now. Again, uh, I'm in my 50s. I'm from that generation where the multitasking not the strongest suit. So uh, you will be able to tell that I am indeed distracted as I do this. But I have the same number. just goes to voicemail. Okay. Uh, I'm sending an email right now to the PR folks. Da, 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 da. Having trouble. Dead air. It's always not fun. Well, I will try not to do that. Uh, and quick there, there, and boom. Uh, she's not answering. Get that out of the way. Hmm. 
Uh, yes, you are still listening. Uh, the station is still in play. I'm just not speaking. And that's terrible for a radio uh, talk show host. So we will uh, get back on play right here. But uh, doing it live, again, is not a lot of fun when you're having an issue. I'll have to keep an eye out on the email. But here's the deal. As we're talking about all this insanity, what what are we really going to see happen here? Because as you'll recall... Uh, as we were trying to uh, first transition uh, into our guest segment, uh, the first one of the evening, I was talking about this evidently strange new email address, this name that appears to be linked to Joe Biden. There were these email messages. Well, let's go back to the start. Okay, so the House Republicans are looking into Joe Biden's alleged, uh, you know, journalistic standards here, use of a fake name to mask his identity as they ramp up an investigation uh, into the first family. Oversight Chairman James Comer sent a letter on Thursday to the National Archives and Records Administration requesting all unredacted records and communications regarding Biden's official duties as vice president that overlapped with his son Hunter's activities in Ukraine. Now, in particular, Comer says that he's looking uh, for documents in which the elder Biden allegedly used a pseudonym. His son's former business partner, Hunter Biden, Eric uh, Schroerl, and Devin Archer are all copied, and all drafts of then- to Vice President Biden's speech delivered to Ukraine's parliament back in December of uh, 2015. Comer said that the oversight panel wants unrestricted special access under the Presidential Records Act uh, to case number 2023-0022-F. Basically, that's entitled Email Message to and or from Vice President Biden. Basically, this is all about an effort to see if Joe was a little more active than what he's let on. Because remember, the whole claim here, the whole issue is that they are trying to establish the fact that there was no direct contact between Joe and Hunter's business. He wasn't selling actual uh, influence. He was selling the illusion of influence. He was selling selling the illusion of access to the vice president of the United States. Not the real thing, but the illusion. And so Joe, not knowing what Hunter was doing, because, you know, Hunter's the smartest guy he ever knew, and, uh, you know, no reason for him to believe that he was not on the up and up, despite the fact that he did know that his son was a drug addict, and he did know that his son uh, was engaging in criminal activity. He did know that his son was romantically involved with questionable people. Uh, He knew all those things. And despite all that, no reason to doubt him. He trusts his son. His son's the smartest man he's ever met. Now, when you understand that Biden, from the time he left Delaware to join the Senate, 
very rarely left the Beltway. It is entirely possible Hunter could be the smartest guy that he remembers having met. Been in D.C. for a long time now. Not really a lot of smart people in D.C. And the few that are, typically, Biden would choose to ignore anyway. Anyway, point being here that this could be huge. You're going to have to be able to prove that this false name that was being utilized is, in fact, Joe Biden. That'll be easy enough to do when you get your hands on these records, but you're going to see them fight like the Dickens to keep that from happening. And the first thing they're going to say is that this is an email of a private citizen. It's not the email of Joe Biden. And then if you can somehow prove that it is, in fact, Joe Biden using the fake name for personal interactions because it's not official government business, you're going to have to make the case that there may potentially be criminality involved, and then it's going to fall back into the purview of the Justice Department as opposed to a Senate investigation, or in this case, the Cong congressional investigation, because, again, these are guys that are over at the House. But still, they put forth this FOIA request, and... They're really trying to get their hands on this because they keep saying this names, and some of these names we've known since the earliest days of the Hunter Biden laptop from Hell story. In this particular case, the name Robert L. Peters has been involved with a lot of these direct emails back and forth, especially with Ukraine and China. And for whatever reason, and I'm presuming that Comer and company in the House have good reason, the solid stuff that they probably already uncovered through their current investigations, they have strong reason to believe that Robert L. Peters is, in fact, a pseudonym that Joe Biden was using. This is to create his plausible deniability. Now, these people are, again, they're going to try to give you the same song and dance that we ended up having with Hillary Clinton when she was utilizing her private server. Oh, well, this was all just stuff, you know. It's just all stuff. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's not happening uh, anyway. It's, uh, it's all good. Except we know it's not, right? I mean, we're seriously in a time where... Donald John Trump, the orange man who's bad, the kicker of puppies, the eater of babies, the climate arsonist, is being indicted left and right for making phone calls, for uh, sending texts, for having Mark Meadows uh, send an email uh, and, and send a text asking for the phone number for a lawmaker in Pennsylvania. And, and all this is supposedly in the advancement of the criminal enterprise. Now, I talked about the last show, uh, not the live show, uh, where we were looking at how ridiculous some of these charges are. And again, ultimately, the one thing she keeps – she being the DA in uh, Fulton County here – the one thing she keeps referring to is the fact that all of this is in violation of the prescribed methods and the legal requirements to challenge election results in the state of Georgia. Now, at the time I was talking about it, this had just broke. 
the multiple page indictment I hadn't had a chance to read through yet. Again, the indictment came out very late, very late in the day indeed. We had already had our issue where, oh, guess what? We get to talk about this and bam, oh no, all of a sudden here's the indictment bill showing up on the official website for the court. How did that happen when the grand jury still hadn't uh, completed their task yet? Oh, well, you know, it was uh, an accident, and then it was uh, the clerk just uh, doing uh, something, trying to get ready. In Why would you be getting ready in advance when you don't know the outcome unless you do know the outcome, unless the Banana Republic is in full effect? The fix is in. Donald Trump is guilty. We got no reason to not just go ahead and post it, right? So we've got all this going on. Donald Trump left and right, one time after another. You dig into this indictment, and you see multiple indictments for a lot of his closest allies, a lot of the strongest people in his campaign that were trying to help him in challenging the more questionable results. Not an illicit effort to overturn the results of an election but an honest effort to try to make sure that the election wasn't stolen away. Now, anybody who wants to argue otherwise, you're fine to disagree with me. I don't have a problem with you disagreeing. That's on you. But I think it's pretty clear that Donald Trump has every right to legally challenge. Now, some of the things that they did in an effort to challenge, yeah, a little legally questionable. I'll give you that. Just, I have to give you that. I mean, some of these novel legal theories were pretty far out there. But it still doesn't mean that Donald Trump shouldn't have tried to turn over every stone. Now, again, we talked about it since Donald first started running. I really wish the man would be a little more precise in his communication. But he's a New Yorker. He's used to exaggeration. He's used to hyperbole, and he's used to talking the way he's used to talking. He's not going to suddenly change his patterns. And the problem is that in during a political event, when you are communicating in an imprecise fashion, you're giving room for your opposition to try to twist the meanings of the things you're saying. And that's what happened here as well. Donald Trump was not demanding the governor of the state of Georgia just go find votes that didn't didn't get placed. He was telling them to go find the legally cast votes that he knew existed because he was confident he had won. The criminality simply doesn't exist. In order to get the the charges to stick that these people are trying to push through, you must prove not just be suspicious of, but prove intent. And it's been pretty obvious from the beginning. There was no intent to commit a criminal act. Donald Trump's convinced he won. And his effort, he's the hero of this story. And again, I would ask you point blank, even if you happen to be with some sad, silly leftist that's still moaning and whining over Hillary Clinton not winning her election – did you get angry when Hillary Clinton started talking about how she was cheated? 
because that's the exact same thing that happened here. If you want Donald Trump convicted on any of these charges, you ought to be demanding the same thing of Hillary Clinton. I've yet to hear any of the people going after Trump that have demanded the same thing. Now, if you guys have heard of anybody falling into that category, let me know. Love to correct the record. In fact, I would love to try to get on this show as a guest, a leftist Hillary Clinton supporter that demanded Hillary Clinton face some type of consequence for this terrible, heinous, very no good crime of saying, hey, guys, I, I think I was cheated here. Pretty simple, straightforward, right? All right, we're cruising up kind of uh, close to time for the mid-hour break. So before we do that, you know, I do have a few sponsors for each hour, and I need to tell you a little bit about our friends over at Vanish Holsters right now. If you're a gun owner like me, uh, then you're probably embarrassed to admit it, like me, but you've probably been in a situation where you bought a holster at some point, and the thing was just so gosh darn uncomfortable, you started looking for excuses not to carry. It became way more convenient not to have your firearm on you than to do it, and that's a wrong move, guys. We know it. As I've said at this point dozens upon dozens of times, the surest path to tyranny is to give up your guns, and the quickest way to become a victim of violent crime is to not have your firearm on you when you need it. That comfort factor, it sounds silly, but it's something that we know happens. But that's also a big reason why Vanish Holsters is quickly becoming one of the most popular holsters in the country. They have thousands of customers that will tell you point-blank most comfortable holster ever. They'll also tell you if you start using a Vanish holster, you will never stop carrying. These people are not uh, weekend warriors. These people are honest-to-goodness all the time gun enthusiast, and if they're that committed behind this product, then it's probably at least worth checking out. That's all I'm saying. So go ahead and visit them over at www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Very important to include the backslash T-A-P-P because by doing that, you're going to automatically activate for yourself a $50 discount, uh, you know, Again, Bidenomics, who can afford not to save some money on something you need to go ahead and get? So, uh, yeah, you really, really need to just go check it out and then get that $50 discount. www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go do it right now. You place that order during this uh, upcoming break, and you'll have your Vanish holster on its way to you before the end of the show. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, don't miss out. But hurry. You got to hurry. I've already got them to extend that $50 discount twice. It's good now through the end of uh to the end of August, I was about to say October, I'm already trying to move ahead because that's what I've been trying to push them for. I haven't got it there yet. I'm going to keep trying. Maybe we'll get it extended, but I can't promise you. So take advantage of the full $50 discount while you can. Hurry now. www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go now and, Doug, do your thing. Hi, I'm George Sinzer of Firefox News Online Productions, and you're listening to Tim Tap on Tap Into the Truth. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And 
and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. I love my country, but I disdain the government. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. For many years, those of the elite class have been trying to convince Hawaiian Islanders to sell their property. No one in their right mind is, was willing to give up their property. And besides, it's not as if the elite class didn't already possess massive portions of Hawaii. But the elites wanted that particular section. It was beautiful and near perfect in every way. So allegedly, the elites concluded the only solution was to force the islanders out by whatever means available. Many, including yours, truly believe the elites utilized an unnatural weaponized form of fire to have a clean slate for a smart and 15-minute city for the rich elites to live. The government signed a series of bills only weeks prior to the big burnout with anti-housing proclamations allowing them to take lands from the people. It is my sincere prayer that the people will seek providential guidance and wisdom, as well as unite and work together to overcome this alleged elite criminal war against them and restore their communities. And may those guilty of the murderous travesties receive their just punishment. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com. Beanstalk is designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, Put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key, the idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly. But the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Introducing Einstock. Drink. Conquer. Repeat. Einstock Beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akiari just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. 
Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat, skull. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at my pillow. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made This is Ed Dowd. I'm with Finance Technologies, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with us through that break. It is my honor and pleasure to welcome to the show for the first time the man you just heard in that liner. He is indeed a financial expert. He's the founding partner of Finance Technologies, and he is also the author of the newish book, Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022. Uh, so uh, first and foremost, Edward, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me on. I live on the island of Maui, so we're dealing with uh, some nonsense here, trying to figure out what just happened. Yeah. Well, actually, I, w- I was going to lead into the question because I see that you're uh, in Maui and uh, I was uh, looking at some of the interviews you gave earlier uh, at different times. And I really thought this would be a good opportunity to get some firsthand uh, information, especially given some of the stuff that's gone on. I, I, I'm kind of torn uh, being uh, a more of a conservative individual. I tend to think that States should try to handle their disasters first and, and take care of things and go through all the uh, 
required steps in order to get to the federal aid when it comes time. Not that it should be hard to do, not that it shouldn't be streamlined, and not that the federal government shouldn't be ready to step up and help. So I've got all that going on. I think state officials should have that first shot to take care of their business rather than let the federal government get in the way because sometimes it seems like that's more of what they do than anything. But at the same time, there's been such an obvious detachment. D.C. doesn't seem to care at all what's going on late uh, at best, and I guess better late than never, but just the acknowledgments. But even what they've offered up to this point sounds so minuscule and so awful, considering that there are so many people that their entire lives, everything they've worked for, that they build up for, is just gone at this point. And then some of the officials in Hawaii uh, that were responsible for trying to help keep them safe in some situation like this seem to have dropped the ball so horribly. Is there been any type of semblance of sanity at all since this started? I mean, I know you guys have to just be reeling. Yeah, it's insanity. And it looks like the more that comes out, it looks like a, a, a horrific failure in local government emergency measures. And, you know, since I've done some interviews, I've learned some more things. It uh, looks like potentially the road coming out of Front Street was blocked by police. So the people were trapped on Front Street. We don't know why. There's eyewitness reports of that that happened. Um, we also know now that the land and management uh, official did not release water when requested. We also know the man responsible for sounding the alarms uh, did not. And at first it came out that they were broken. That was a lie. And it then came out that he didn't do it because he said it wasn't a tsunami. But written in the, uh, on the website was the, the reasons you would sound the alarm, including terrorist attacks, fires, what have you. So that was a lie. He just resigned yesterday um, and said he wasn't sorry for not sounding the alarm. And, and he resigned for health reasons, quote, unquote. So there's chaos here. Uh, and the story continues to, to develop. And there seems to be a lockdown of information. Uh, there's, a, in my humble opinion, a cover-up going on in the local government. FEMA supposedly arrived on the scene uh, this last weekend, at about you know, uh, you know, several days after. About 413 officials arrived, and then the National Guard came. I don't know what they're up to. Um, so it's we're we're reeling and trying to figure it out figure out what happened. I do know that there were reports of. Uh, um, you know, tr- uh, transponders and transmission lines going down. Uh, eyewitness reports due to the high winds and blowing things up. So it seems there were there were high winds. I've seen the videos. Uh, pole utility poles went down, and they seem to have charges in them. There's different reports that the power went out in the morning, but somehow the power was on because there were live wires starting fires. Uh, it's it's mayhem here and. Uh, we're now hearing reports which are unverified of land grabbers coming in um, and also uh, people being evicted in standing structures in Lahaina that, that still have homes to go to, 45-day notices. That hasn't been confirmed, but it seems, it seems there's a lot of chaos. And uh, we're, we're going to, you know, I live on Maui. I'm a researcher, and uh, I'm going to, you know, dig to the bottom of this and try to get the truth. I'm hesitant to, you know, report on things I can't verify, like directed energy weapons and any of that stuff. But the winds were real. Uh, power lines went down. There's reports of gas stations exploding and then other type of fire spreading. So for now, that's what, I, that's what I've heard, and that's what I can verify. Yeah. 
Well, you know, it is a shame that uh, there is this clear effort to hide the truth, but it sounds like there's probably pretty good reason because I think it would be fair for uh, everybody on the island of Maui to bring back the time-honored tradition of taking a failed politician, someone who can't uh, be trusted and someone who doesn't seem to want to do their job, uh, bring back the tradition of literally taking them out of town on a rail and maybe a little tarred feathering to go with because it sounds like that's in order at this point. Uh, it's just astounding. Uh, obviously... All that going on, it's kind of hard to concentrate on other things, but uh, you are uh, very in tune with the financials. Another topic I wanted to touch on with you before we started talking about the new book, uh, too, is your expectations for the financial markets because we've seen a very unique situation where they continue to deny recession because of job markets, but – under the guise of Bidenomics, we still see inflation continuing to, to climb. Uh, the rate of climbing has slowed down, but a lot of banks are teetering on the edge of collapse, and there's a concerted effort to keep that quiet too. A lot of mid-sized banks, a lot of regional banks, they're trying hard because they fall into the same kind of category of what caught up with Silicon Valley Bank, and that is they made what seemed like a smart investment at the time, uh, moving a lot of money into bonds, and then when those bonds suddenly become undervalued because of other financial pressures uh, and there's a bit of a run, they have to cash out those bonds at a value that is less than market value. They end up losing money, and then suddenly there's not enough capitalization to keep them going. This could get ugly if the economy keeps moving in the same direction. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, we, we run uh, – so my, my team and I, we have day jobs, which is economic uh, models, and my uh, partners run what's called early cycle indicators. And we've been calling for a hard recession in Q3, Q4, and Q1 since the beginning of this year. Nothing's changed. Our early cycle indicators indicate that the wheels are falling off the uh, the real economy, despite all the happy talk you see on the radio and despite the rally we've had in the uh, stock market. Uh, that's all going to come unglued. You're right about the banks. So people need to remember, in March, we had some of the biggest, quickest bank failures in the history of the U.S. happen overnight. And the Federal Reserve came in and they put a Band-Aid on it. And they lent money against these underwater bonds to all these regional banks. It's, it's a Band-Aid. And what people have to understand is these banks have what's called net interest margins. They lend, they lend out in uh, the future, and they have deposits they pay a rate on. Well, with the Fed, Federal Reserve raising interest rates to 5-plus percent, uh, they can't compete. The deposits, they can't pay out deposits of 5% because they'll lose money. So their deposit rates are low. So people are slowly catching on to this. And it's a, it's, it's a kind of a, a slow burn bank run where people are taking their money out of the bank and putting it in money market funds uh, and government T-bills where they get 5% for just sitting around. This happened in 1990 with the SNL crisis. It was the same thing. There were low interest rates. A bunch of these banks down south made a bunch of stupid loans. Then interest rates went up and they were upside down. And then people moved the deposits out of the SNLs into money markets and government bonds, and they went, you know, they went belly up. Now the same thing's going to happen on a national scale slowly, but it's happening. And, you know, the piper's going to come home to roost soon enough. And uh, 
this is going to go on globally, I think. A lot of banks uh, are upside down. Well, it's it's just scary to me how willing to ignore the economic reality so many people that are in that field seem to be right now. Uh, it's gone beyond whistling past the graveyard and, and has moved more into uh, just some type of secret resolve to go into economic Armageddon and uh, just try to pretend like everything's still happy and hope that they're able to, to sneak off to safety while everybody else is left hanging out to dry. Uh, the the stock market uh, continues to to go on these rallies for no apparent reason. Again, just good feelings that aren't based on anything. And we've got a new term called Bidenomics that, in my mind, if you understand how the economy is designed to work, may be the scariest thing ever. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to talk about the stock market for a little bit because, I, you know, I managed a, a portfolio for BlackRock, a growth portfolio for 10 years. I understand the stock market. And this reminds me of what happened in 2007 and 08. So in 2007, the market didn't didn't peak out until uh, November of 2007. But those of us who kind of knew what was going on were watching banks. You know, a lot of these regional uh, second tier mortgage houses went under in 07 and the bank stock started wobbling. The stock market became very narrow, meaning only a few stocks we're really driving the whole indices up. And that's what's happened in this last rally. It's been about six stocks that have hit, hidden the damage underneath. A lot of other company stocks are struggling. So people feel good when they look at the headlines. But if they own individual stocks, they're not doing well. I've, you know, Some of my friends who manage their own money now are selling everything they can because they're starting to, it's starting to whisper to them of uh, the top in 07 from the stock standpoint, and then you know, we know what happened into early 08 with Bear Stearns and then Lehman. So, you know, there, it's, it's not the same, but there's echoes of it. And anybody who thinks the stock market is an indication of economic health should understand that that's not how it works. It'll catch up eventually, and it's going to with a vengeance when, when reality hits. Yeah, and again, nobody here is trying to panic anybody. We want to make sure that you have the right information so that you can adequately prepare uh, don't wait till it's too late kind of deal. You need to know what's happening. And real information is at such a premium right now. Uh, you know, Edward, we, we've already so deep into our uh, a lot of time, and we haven't gotten to the book yet, so we better get there real quick. I, I think the most interesting aspect of uh, Cause Unknown is the fact that you guys were actually analyzing economic data points when you started noticing the trend that is so – obvious to a lot of people that it's been happening and of course a lot of people want to jump to conclusions and make assertions a lot of people make connections to the jab as it's often affectionately referred to in the conservative corners uh, but what was it that really caught your eye at first and then made you decide that this book need to be written so that people could have this information as well well, look, anecdotally, I started hearing strange things on the island of Maui when the, when the jabs rolled out, you know, injuries and then, uh, you know, second, third degree deaths of friends on the mainland, uh, their uncles, their fathers, their, you know, their best friends. And that didn't happen in 2020. Uh, in fact, in 2020, I, I didn't know anyone personally who got COVID on the island of Maui. I mean, there were COVID cases, but I didn't know anybody. Then COVID starts showing up with a vengeance in 2021. Uh, it seemed to be around those who got vaccinated. And so I was suspicious. I had a theory. I had a thesis. And then 
uh, the mandates hit, I joined up with Dr. Malone and told him I would, because uh, he came to Maui, and I said I would uh, investigate insurance results and funeral home results. And if I was right, those should invert, meaning funeral homes should see uh, good business above what they were thinking, and insurance companies should see losses, and they did. And then from there, it was just easy enough to start to analyze government databases and find out that there was something that horribly went awry in 21, where in 2020, mostly old people died excessively. This is above normal trend. And then in 2021, there was a mix shift from old to young. And then young, young people, especially those employed, the employed got hit more so than the rest of the general U.S. population in both disability and excess death, which has never happened in the history of the U.S. Because by the very nature of being employed, especially at Fortune 500 companies and mid-sized companies, you have the access to the best health care, and you just you're, you're you know you're showing up to work, which means your health is good and you're able to hold a job. That all flipped on its head in 21 and 22. It showed up in the Bureau of Labor Statistics. We added 3.2 million new disabled. Uh, more than half of them were employed, and then group life insurance, 40 percent excess mortality in the in the those who you know work at Fortune 500 mid-sized companies versus 32 percent excess death in the general U.S. population. So it all flipped on its head. So. I'm at the point now where, you know, this is, uh, it's not getting any better. Uh, disability data went up in another million individuals uh, in May and June of this year. So we hit a high in September of last year, and then it, we reaccelerated again. So this is a, a proverbial SHIT show, and it's, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Yeah. Well, again, you face the same type of efforts uh, to be silenced as people like Dr. Malone in particular has. I, I've had the the uh, pleasure of getting to speak to him on the show as well, and it, it's astounding how people who were simply trying to make sure that actual data was available for people to try to make informed decisions uh, were just chastised and demonized to a degree. And here you are trying to make sure that there's at least a question. You know, people should be allowed to ask the question. Data should be available. You should be able to look at it. And the more you look at this data, there are patterns that appear. Uh, what would you say is the primary uh, res the uh, conclusion from all the research that you did? What is the one primary reason that people should buy a copy of Cause Unknown? Well, you're going you're gonna to read the book and uh, pre present uh, facts. Uh, there's QR codes. You can check everything. I cite all my sources. But the, the big conclusion is this, that in 2021 and 2022, um, it was, it's been detrimental to your health to be employed. Something has happened to the employed population of this country and other countries. You know, we have data sets in the U.K. that mimic what's going on here. And, you know, at the very least, if you don't agree with my, I, I propose one explanation, I assume mandates and vaccines, you don't have to, you don't have to buy that. But then you have to ask the question, okay, it's really going on because you can't deny it isn't. Why is no one talking about it? What is affecting the employed of our country detrimentally more so than everybody else? And if, if you can't answer that question, uh, you should also ask yourself why no one seems to want to talk about the excess deaths and disabilities that are on the rise and worse now than they were during the pandemic, way worse. The numbers now are pandemic numbers. Yeah, and, and I think the obvious evolution of COVID itself 
raises the question even higher because the people that are trying to silence people like you on this topic want to just immediately say, well, obviously this was COVID. But when you look at how viruses act once they're in the wild, typically they become more uh, communicable and less deadly because that's how it ensures its continued existence. And if a virus is becoming less deadly and you're seeing younger and younger people that are affected by it and harmed by it, then that goes, that completely flies in the face of their theory, right? Absolutely. So COVID magically mutated to only affect those who are younger and employed at the same time, as opposed to everybody else. The other thing uh, people need to understand is Omicron, uh, that's the variant. It's, it, COVID is a head cold now. I got COVID two weeks ago. I didn't even know I had COVID until my friend tested for it, who I got my yeah. cold from. It was literally a head cold. I still worked out. I still did all my podcasts and interviews. And then I got food poisoning two days ago, and that took me out. So food poisoning is worse than COVID now. And people need to understand COVID's not causing what's going on. It's just not. All right. All right, uh, Edward. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you uh, uh, being willing to address the situation in Maui ahead of uh, everything. Obviously, we want to give you a chance to uh, let everybody know where they can find the book. And please feel free while you're at it. uh, Share any other websites that you want to. And if you're inviting people to follow you on social media, uh, feel free to share those handles in whatever platforms you're Thanks. You can find the book on Amazon.com or SkyHorsePublishing.com. Uh, it's not been censored. It's, it's, it's available. Uh, you can also look at all the research we've done you know, prior to the book and after the book at FinanceTechnologies.com, spelled with a PH instead of an F. It's under the Humanity Project. We have all of our evidence of what's going on globally. Uh, and uh, additionally, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at Dowd Edward, D-O-W-D Edward, and Getter at Edward Dowd. And I posted on my Twitter account recently a uh, list of 600 individuals and families in Lahaina that have direct GoFundMe, so you can avoid all the charities that take their cut and give directly to families if you so wish. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Godspeed to you. You're doing uh, very good work across the board. And uh, I hope that you uh, continue to put the pressure on the locals there as well. Our thoughts and prayers, as well as uh, a good amount of financial aid, I can guarantee, will be coming directly to some of those folks. So you guys uh, stay strong in Maui. And uh, again, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you, Tim, and take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Edward Dowd. And, uh, again, we will have uh, links to the books and uh, his website uh, in the show description for the podcast in case you missed all that. Now, as uh, we've made pretty clear at this point, your health is your responsibility. you got to take your health into your own hands. So that means that you need to do things like maybe consider some good supplements, some supplements that might help you uh, to avoid things like heart disease and blood clots and strokes and kidney failure, uh, things that you might be exposed to if you're 
pounding ibuprofen or Tylenol. So what I'm actually talking about, of course, is Antarctic krill oil. There's a great supplement from our friends over at Native Path, and you can check out a special offer that's available just for listeners of Tap Into The Truth by going to stopmyinflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P. I love having those T-A-P-P codes everywhere. Be sure to use the backslash T-A-P-P because that is the only way you will get the special offer for being a listener of Tap Into The Truth. And I work hard to get you these special deals. Uh, I really do. <laughs> so uh, just make sure you take advantage of it. That's all I'm saying. Stopmyinflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P Antarctic krill oil, wild-caught, omega-3 fatty acids. It's good for you. And let's reset the hour. This is Matt Fitzgibbons from PatriotMusic.com, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. This is Tim Tap, host of Tap Into the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Network. to Tim Tap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show as we dive headlong into our number two of Tap Into The Truth, Friday Night Live. And we are indeed live Friday night, and uh, we have our next guest already on the line. And just uh, a bit of a uh, spoiler, you just heard her. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be bringing Miss Amy Hollum on just in a moment. But before we do that, I'm back into another hour so i've got more sponsors to talk to you about and eh, they're the same sponsors but they're sponsoring both hours let's go back to our friends over at fourpatriots.com now 
if you are concerned at all about what happens if you go to your grocery store and the shelves are empty, you have an option. There's something you can do. You can start building up right now a stash of survival food kits, and there is no better survival food kits available than the ones that they have over at Four Patriots. I, this isn't rations. This isn't cardboard-tasting, crappy, freeze-dried stuff. This is gourmet, and I don't use that term lightly. I work for a food company at the day job, and we know gourmet. Trust me. Not kidding. Good stuff. I almost had a Biden moment there for not a joke, not kidding. I'm not kidding, not a joke. But seriously, it's not. And the best way, again, like I said, at the end of every show, I say don't take my word for it. And don't take my word for it on this one either. Try it for yourself. You can purchase a small number of these kits just to try it. Trust me. You will be getting more, and uh, you really need to take full advantage of the opportunity presented by going to 4 and saving yourself 10% on your order by using promo code TAPP at checkout. So, again, go check them out. Uh, check out the food. They've got other cool stuff, too. Lots of cool. I still have my eye on this solar-powered freezer that <laughs> I'm going to have to get at some point. I, I keep talking myself into it, then I keep talking myself out of it. i gotta, I got to do it. I'm just going to pull the trigger sometime soon. I, I will. And then I'll be telling you all about it. Meanwhile, I'm still enjoying like crazy my uh, sidekick. All kinds of stuff they got there. They're all fantastic items. I can tell you, personal experience with Sidekick is amazing. Okay, so with that being said, one more time, go visit them at 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots.com. Don't forget to use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P, at checkout. Save yourself 10%. And now, allow me to introduce to you a U.S. Army veteran, the owner and developer of subliminal acoustic fingerprinting. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Miss Amy Hollum. Amy, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and uh, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing well, Tom. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, the honor is mine. Uh, You're a, a longtime listener. We, we've had a lot of interactions after the shows and during other occasions, and uh, I, I seem to recall... Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, I believe the first time that we actually got to talk uh, directly was an occasion when I was a guest on uh, Dr. Rand's show that used to be an exclusive uh, over on the last frequency in contact. And uh, we had a conversation because we were talking about uh, the topics of UFOs came up, and we were talking about how I'd never gotten to see one. And uh, you made the great point that then I wouldn't be doing great political commentary. I would be involved with trying to chase down the little green guys, and I think that was a very astute uh, observation. So uh, I knew from that moment forward that uh, I really liked you, Amy. So uh, I appreciate you coming up with us. Yeah, we had a lot of good interactions, especially backstage and things like that after show hours. So I've always enjoyed listening to you, big time fan, and appreciate all the hard work that you do on your radio shows. 
Well, I certainly appreciate that sentiment as well. Uh, now, the reason that you're on the show, though, isn't just because uh, you're a longtime listener. Uh, you're a longtime listener. That's how I got to know that you have this uh, forensic background, uh, and you've got this uh, IT background where you have a birth of knowledge that the average person just doesn't really get uh, to have an in-depth conversation with somebody who has this type of knowledge. So I thought we would probably start this evening by kind of transitioning from our previous guest where we were uh, kind of talking about the correlative data and what it recommends, uh, what it suggests involving the difference between the jab and what your expectations would be from simple exposure to COVID, because that's something that you do have a, a little bit of uh, expertise on as well, correct? Right. Um, a lot of my clients with get the vaccination with the subliminal acoustic fingerprinting work that I do. I'm able to capture radio waves and transmissions and able to capture different information about body area networks and the connections from the COVID shot and them doing MNRA and DNA manipulation into their body systems. So uh, when we're talking about mRNA, which, of course, is what the majority of the so-called vaccinations, they literally had to change the definition of the word vaccine in order to call it that. Uh, I I could get the use of the term uh, therapeutic, except it's not very therapeutic either. But when it comes to the uh, mRNA uh, vaccinations, what type of manipulation are we actually talking about, and what kind of radio waves are, are you actually detecting, and what's that indicative of? Well, the radio waves that I'm uh, actually detecting are the frequencies and the remote connections inside maybe sometimes the plants or the implants or the graphene that is caused by the COVID vaccination. A lot of the injection points are through aerosol or through the nose and uh, nanotechnology or smart technology gets inserted inside of the bloodstreams, the mucus glands, and then has positions inside of your arterial network, uh, your main arteries. And basically, they can manipulate that by using different types of oscillation techniques, um, hydrogen bonds, and different formats of vibrations using microwave weapon systems. And they could actually cause compression points and blood clots inside of the different areas of their body, whether it be their arms, their legs are the main components for the blood clots. Um, They also can perform different tactics like ether cold fusion and rotate the atoms at a fast rate that actually cause burning sensations with inside of the skin so it feels like you're burning alive from the inside out wow yeah and, and it's really it's kind of mind-boggling to think about the fact that you're suddenly susceptible to these kind of things because you're talking about directed efforts to cause this kind of change in the body that can occur Uh, months afterwards 
But there's also naturally occurring things in our environment that could affect that type of uh, vibration and create those kinds of changes, too. Uh, if you have a slightly misfunctioning microwave oven, uh, could that potentially cause a risk? Uh, it can potentially cause a risk, but even you're talking about microwaves inside of your home microwaves inside your home cannot affect you unless they are being converted or you have the system on in itself so that would be have to be through the different appliances but the directed energy weapons or microwave weapons would have to come from some other form of remote connection. If it was an appliance, they would have to remotely access that and convert the energy from an alternate current to a direct current through the electrical grid system called frequency switching. And they can access all of the new appliances, even inside of the homes, all have different types of chips that have different LIDAR sensors inside, honing sensors inside. They have different um, real-time surveillance systems inside, GPS tracking inside. So it's easily to connect remotely through the smart technology systems that are implemented into your different appliances. Uh, if that's what you were talking about through the microwave portion. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just trying to generalize so I can give you that opportunity to show off your expertise. Because, I mean, it is something of legitimate concern. Most of us are aware that we're being monitored. Most of us are aware if we have smart devices, even if we're not that concerned about it, there's the possibility of it being hacked. Uh, you have customers and clients that uh, come to you for various things. Have you seen any direct evidence that somebody has actually been targeted uh, by such an effort to, to try to cause them harm like this? Oh, yeah. There are different types of terrorist groups that I've captured. Uh, some are KKK. K members, some belong to Murder Incorporated, which is the dark web, uh, Piraters, which is a pirating hacking site on the dark web as well. There's different local and military associations along with NATO and um, Neuralink technology systems that all have been captured inside. It kind of depends where the person is located and what the client is experiencing that have truly been affected by the targeting and the surveillance of it. Um, their homes are broken into. I've received pictures of uh, slashes of clothing um, all through their whole entire closet. Uh, tires slashed. Uh, people are stalked, harassed constantly. So there's a lot on the cyber crime and also on the civilian side and the ground units too with the different type of stalking and harassment that they're experiencing. Yeah, and again, it's just so mind-boggling to think that people are being targeted in this fashion enough by people that you would hope wouldn't have access to this kind of technology and yet it doesn't seem to be that difficult if you're tech uh, if you're tech savvy how difficult is it if you have just general technological capabilities 
to be able to utilize this type of uh, directed attack? Is this something that's difficult to learn and difficult to use, or do you have to be a high-level technician, or is this something that actually laymen can learn to do pretty easily? This is actually something anybody can do, uh, with even with knowledge of ham operating systems, getting your general license, your technician license. Uh, you can transfer up to different satellite systems. Um, a lot of them are different coders, builders, programmers. Uh, those are the more military governmental side or engineers, bioengineers, biomechanics. Um, that's more governmental affiliated and then but on the average joe all you do is need a ham radio um an sdr uh software defined radio system uh you could use a regular computer system spectrum analyzer to and if you know the code and the frequency in order to connect to uh using different types of websites and social media apps like Discord is one of them that is highly used for the targeting and the harassment of the people and my clients. And um, so there are ways and avenues. You don't have to be tech savvy in order to make a connection or be part of these groups or affiliations. Wow. Well, now I suddenly feel a whole lot less safe. But uh, let me ask a, a question that's probably going to make me feel even less safe than after that. Have you come across any evidence that might suggest that it's someone other than the traditional bad guy that might be behind some of these attacks? I mean, you mentioned terrorist-type uh, uh, organizations, both domestic and foreign types. Have you seen any evidence that might point to maybe a clandestine branch of our own government that's operating under the guise of intelligence, perhaps? Um, absolutely. Uh, the main contributors to this type of harassment is actually the U.S. Army behind it. Uh, the FBI is behind it and local police departments usually run the operations and they deter people and stop them from filing uh, reports about the incidences that are occurring from them. Because when a victim files a police report, let's say they're being stalked, the officer will say, you don't have any evidence, so we can't file a charge. So they play mediator and block them from actually getting reports out. A lot of them also run um, child sex trafficking operations to where they can control the traffic. Uh, they could delete the images from their license plate, automated license plate readers, um, the video cameras up on the streets that you guys all see. Uh, so they could delete those videos. They could delete the license plates of those criminals and allow them to get away. So they actually play a key role in intercepting and stopping the crimes from being reported. Or they could falsely Baker Act the person and throw them into a mental institution and then slander and defamate a person's character by justicing for trying to file a police report. So... 
A lot of it also has to connect with Lockheed Martin, obviously. Synergy is a big one. Uh, Lumina is another company that is major into the torture. Uh, Google, Microsoft, obviously, of course. Verizon Power is another one. Um, Texas Water Supply is another one that is involved with it, too. And... Um, obviously NASA and Elon Musk with the neural link technology systems. Yeah, yeah I was right. I, I feel even worse now, uh, Amy. <laughs> it, it's scary stuff when you stop and think about it. Now, I do want to spend a big chunk of the uh, second half of the hour today talking about your efforts uh, when uh, the uh, human trafficking side of things. Uh, so I don't okay. want to go too far in depth there. But I, I do have to ask at this point, what is the most common uh, link that uh, your clients have that you see that are facing, uh, basically having to face off with aspects of our government? Uh, what do they have in common? What has led them to become a target? And then I'll follow up with that by asking, how are you uh, trying to help these folks not become a target yourself now a lot of the affiliations the number one cause that most of these people are affiliated is either their family members some relation to the military or the military complex through third-party contractor systems or their fathers were actually in the military themselves in high-end positions. A lot of them were um, our NASA. Uh, one of my clients, uh, Karen Melton Stewart, she worked for the NSA. I know William Binney. Uh, he's a targeted individual as well out in the UK. Um, I've talked to him numerous times, and he's related to Edward Snowden through the NSA. Uh, a lot of my clients have worked for IBM or their son is a sergeant in the Marines, or a sergeant in the U.S. Army. Uh, they target their kids, uh, and they keep it linear. Um, another one is a programmer for Lockheed Martin, uh, but they're a subcontractor for them. So there are lots of the number one cause is that there always is some form of third-party contractor position to the U.S. government. Um, the second one is the wounds, the physical wounds that I find on their bodies because I do thermal tomography as well. And I am take pictures of their bodies and analyze them. Most of them have physical wounds all along the temporal nerve, uh, the brain stem uh, that connects the spine and the vertebrae inside of their body system, uh, the lower lumbar system that's for the sexual assaults and rape, and a lot of physical wounds along their feet and ankles for movements and manipulation. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's just, again, I keep going back to the phrase mind-boggling because that's what's happening here. I, I really, it, it's so hard to wrap your mind around the fact that the people who are supposed to be the good guys are involved with doing this kind of thing. But uh, are these people uh, becoming targets because they're just convenient uh, people that they know, or is there something else going on that maybe these people have some type of information that they want to make sure that they're not spreading it? Is there some 
some strange conveyance uh, that makes these people specific a good target, or is it just dumb luck? A lot of it could be – it's kind of a mixture of both. Some of the clients are related to government military projects like the Eco Project, which has to deal with obviously the Green New Deal or um, a different like the Leviathan Project or um, – the uh, imminent fury program which is a drone type of weapon systems so they have to beta test the different types of drones or satellite systems on people with inside the united states and even globally um so they're testing those weapons uh, others, it can be because of their security clearance. Uh, like myself, I had top secret security clearance while I was in the mar military uh, because of my position being an MP, although I did not come across any secret government documents. I never did anything high in position. You know, I, I was a low private uh, in the military, in the army. But just because you have that secret security clearance, it you can be a, a target through different types of subjects and different types of research programs. One of my clients, um, uh, it was through Facebook data biometric systems out in Illinois. And they got a notice inside uh, or a letter saying that Facebook stole their biometric data and sold it and use that information for governmental research. So there are different ways that, and that could be all used for data collection purposes. Like Microsoft, they're doing voice recognition systems of uh, speech-to-speech, -speech, text to speech interface systems, HCI program, human-controlled interface systems, uh, BCI technology, brain-computer interfaces, or brain-controlled interface systems. So there's different types of technology that is being worked on collectively all together that we are seeing that is leading to them being targeted. All right, so well, that brings me back to the question of, at this point, by virtue of doing what you do and trying to help these people uh, either to get some level of justice or at the very least uh, be able to get appropriate treatment uh, for their injuries, for the stuff that uh, isn't necessarily obvious, uh, you have by now surely come onto the radar of some of these people that are up to the nefarious activities here. Uh, have you ever felt as if you've been targeted, maybe not necessarily from a directed energy uh, kind of thing, but uh, just intimidation and people tried to bully you out of helping uh, folks? Uh, have you become a target yourself at this point? Um, I have had a lot of interactions with local police department. I've had three police departments try to kill me, uh, try to kill me, run me off the road, um, and so forth. Uh, one was Orlando, uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Another affiliation is Lakeland PD uh, Police Department down here in Florida. I only live about five, ten miles away from them. Uh, Polk County has another incidences and things like that. Um, everywhere I drive on the road, I'm always 
I always have like a chain. It just seems maybe it's just coincidence, but I, literally I could be driving down the highway and on I four and come across like ten squads <laughs> just going my path, and then I make a right turn and there's another row of five of them. So maybe it's just coincidental, maybe not. Maybe I have escorts, <laughs> um, but physically they haven't been able to touch or harm me other than that all right so when this is happening does this definitely feel to you like it's an effort to intimidate you or is there any possibility maybe they are trying to uh and i i know i'm spiffballing here and i and i desperately want to give the benefit of the doubt for law enforcement uh it's how i'm wired and i know that's they don't necessarily always deserve it, but is there any no. chance that maybe they do know something uh, more than uh, the public and maybe they are just trying to uh, give you that escort to maybe protect you from another possible harm? And that that is the possibility. You know, I do realize that there are good law enforcement officers. I have had cops have, that have helped me all in the past. You know, I'm not fully against them at all. It's just those few rotten ones that are in those positions. And I guess I just hear more of the negative side dealing with the forensic aspects. Um, so, but... I do have positive. I do have some protection and order and people are helping me along the way. So I do feel safe in that concept. Um, like I do believe there are some people inside of Polk County that are helping me uh, limited across the way. Uh, but when it comes to certain things, like when they were trying to kill me or not, it's just those few officers that are involved with the whole entire situation that you got to be wary of because you never know who is going to be on shift that day and who's really involved and who is not. So we kind of make assumptions in that. Um, but so that I could only go based off of my own experience that I do feel safe and I do feel like they are not out there to harm me other than those couple of times that they tried to kill me. Yeah. Well, that's that's still a pretty serious situation. Amy, I'm going to ask you to hang on with me. Obviously, it's time for us to take mid-hour break. Before we switch over to the break, though, once again, I have to ask the listeners to take a moment to go visit our friends over at Vanish Holsters. Uh, all you have to do is go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Important to use the backslash T-A-P-P because that will automatically activate for you a $50 discount if you decide to make a purchase. And if you're anything like the thousands of customers that they currently have that swear that Vanish is the most comfortable holster out there, that swear that if you start using a Vanish holster, you'll never stop carrying, then you're going to want to take full advantage of the full $50 discount. So go ahead and use it. Worst case scenario, if you don't use the backslash TAPP, you're not going to get the discount. If you do use it, decide not to buy anything, it didn't hurt you to use it. So use it. Take advantage of it. You've got to the end of August to get the full $50 discount. I'm still lobbying. I'm trying to get that extended further. We'll see what happens. But remember, the surest path to tyranny is to give up your guns. The quickest way to become a victim of violent crime is to not have your firearm on you when you need it. 
Vanish holster is designed to work with almost all semi-automatic handguns. It's designed to work without the need for a tactical belt, and you can use multiple positions to carry. So you find the position that works best for you. Not every holster is capable of doing that, boys and girls. And guess what? It's also built to hold two extra magazines so you're good to go if a quick reload is called into question if the day comes where you have to defend yourself your family your friends your neighbors or your property don't put yourself at the horrible horrible disadvantage of not having your firearm with you go to vanish holsters see what they've got to offer you go now you still can have it on its way to you before the end of the show one last time that's www.vnsh.com backslash t-a-p-p we'll be right back on the other side of this break this is tim tap host of tap into the truth oh you're so sweet don't be a nice guy anymore, Tara. And I'm Tim Tapp, uh, wondering what's wrong with being a nice guy. Thanks, but no thanks to government policies and actions of the elites. Global wealth decreased in 2022 for the first time in 15 years. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. Rather than governments getting out of the way and allowing sovereign Americans and citizens around the world to do what they do best, and that is to take care of themselves and run successful businesses, the government, in conjunction with the elites, create economic and scamdemic hardships, then make the people suffer through draconian government edicts and deficit spending in order to further devalue the currency. In 2022 and into this year, so far, 1.8 million sovereign Americans have lost millionaire status. Globally, wealth declined by 2.4%. Of course, many leftists and lovers of government tyranny cheer when private citizens' wealth declines. The government tyrants and global elites disdain the small and medium business owners because they represent independence and liberty, as well as personal prosperity. I say basta to Bidenomics and elitist tyranny. For the time is now for a parallel economy. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. Second Skull is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year and a half a million children being treated in the ER each year for a head injury, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, 
lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories. These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to theronedwards.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hello, my name is Tyler Boone, singer-songwriter and founder of the award-winning homegrown Boone's Bourbon label out of Charleston, South Carolina. Under just four years, Boone's Bourbon has been awarded some incredible awards, such as the Platinum Los Angeles, Double Gold New York, Gold Las Vegas, Silver Denver, and also named Top Six in the World in Forbes. While also being featured in Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard magazine, American Songwriter, and we're also now available in 24 states all across the country. So Boone's Bourbon is a high-proof, cash-strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition My Pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks for You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. This is Matt Fitzgibbons. This is Amy Hallam. This is AZ. Sharing the night together. Sharing the night together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed sharing the night together. It's Friday night, and we are quickly running out of time. Where does the time go, Doug? This has to be the fastest two hours uh, of the whole freaking week. Uh, it just it, it, We barely get started, and it's over. Uh, it's killing me. <laughs> yeah, but that means we're having fun. I suppose that's true, too. And I hope all the listeners out there are feeling the same way about it. We have Amy Holland with us uh, on the line before we uh, bring her back on and move on to our next primary topic of some of the things that she does. I got two points of interest. Number one, I have to uh, make sure we discuss uh, our third and final uh, sponsor of this hour. That, of course, is the fine folks over at Native Path. Now, I've been telling you for a while about Native Path and the Antarctic Krill Oil uh, supplement that they have available, and it's fantastic. I've been taking the stuff daily uh, since about two weeks before we started them as an official sponsor. 
And within those first couple of weeks, I kind of felt like maybe the joints were a little better and I was doing all right, but not enough that I was willing to brag about it too much. By the time the show uh, got started, I was able to start telling you, yeah, well, I'm taking it and and, uh, here's what's going on and this is what I've had happen. A little bit after that, had a medical emergency with my wife and I ended up having a couple of days where I wasn't at home and I didn't have the krill oil with me. And after two days of not taking it anymore, my body started readjusting to that normal, not having that level of omega-3 fatty acids in the diet. And I started to feel all those creaks and aches and pains that I had had before, that I'd learned to live with, that I had gradually not noticed were kind of going away. So it has worked phenomenally well for me. Now, they don't like it when I say things like, I can't guarantee that you'll have the same results. But they understand that you and I, we have a, an establishment of trust. So I have to tell you the truth about everything that we deal with as best I know it. And here's a little something that we all know. There is no guarantee that you're going to have the same result. You could take two aspirin. I can take two aspirin. We can have a different result. Our body chemistries are different. Some things are going to work great for you, may not work at all for me. That's just, that's just the nature of life. But there is no question about the overall health benefits of omega-3 fatty acid. So it's good for you regardless if you get any of those really super cool results like increased blood flow, uh, uh, supported positive healthier blood pressure, uh, brain health, or those that inflammation through the body that I was suffering with in the achy joints. It's worked wonders for me. I can promise you that it has worked well for me, and I'm going to ask you to please, based on the the results I've had, to give it a shot. If you're popping ibuprofen or Tylenol all the time to just mask and cover the pain, you're doing yourself a disservice. And don't forget the fact that if you just look at the back of that bottle of ibuprofen, it warns you possible side effects involve heart disease, blood clots, strokes, kidney failure. It's dangerous. It's expensive just to cover up the the problem rather than deal with it. And if you happen to be over a certain age, the risk of those side effects becomes even higher. There are none of those risks associated with the krill oil. So give it a shot. See if it will work for you as well as it works for me. And you can get a special offer on the native path antarctic krill oil by going to stopmyinflammation.com backslash t-a-p-p you go there see what they've got to offer but just give it a try it's not going to kill you one way or the other whereas trying something else just to hide it might (laughs) so again take your health into your hands enjoy your health by protecting it a good way to start is some antarctic krill oil it's good for you stopmyinflammation.com backslash t-a-p-p get that special offer just for being a listener of tap into the truth Uh, what else can i do for you
And it's a good thing. All right. Now, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and I'm really going to have to hurry up because I'm doing a disservice to Amy, who's patiently waiting at this point. But I had a strange conversation earlier today. Uh, a so-called conservative was challenging me on my right to say that I was forwarding conservative causes. Now, I thought it was kind of weird because that's not where the conversation started. I was trying to share a link to one of the past shows uh, so that uh, folks could, you know, listen to the show. It's a thing I do. So this person challenged me. But the reason this individual said that I didn't have the right to claim the mantle, not that I was even claiming it at the time again, was because none of the things I've written has showed up, has been published anywhere that matters. Now, you want to disagree with the things I've written, you want to poo-poo on my essays and op-eds and articles, uh, you're welcome to. Opinions are great. But I did kind of take exception after a while because the more I thought about it, the more I realized you're degrading these platforms that have been kind enough to publish me. And, and I'm not a big fan of it. You can, you can say what you want to about my stuff, but when you start taking cheap shots at some of these folks, then that kind of bothers me because some of it may be lesser known, but they're very important. Uh, places like Trinity County News, uh, places like Patriots USA. Now, unfortunately, those are sites that are no longer up. But I would defend the quality and the importance of those sites today as much as I would have any other time. Uh, and let's not even talk about the fact that I've been published several times at Clash Daily, Doug Giles' site. That's a pretty big deal in conservative circles. Liberty Unyielding, uh, a great site. Uh, how about this, if you're really into to nameplates? Newsmax. I've been published at Newsmax, guys, in the finance section, no less. Uh, American Greatness. Uh, granted, only one time at American Greatness, but it counts. I'm going to take it. I'm going to brag about that one forever. Because I know it kind of bugs some of my conservative friends that they haven't been published there yet. <laughs> uh, conservative Daily Briefing, which now all of a sudden is down because our good friend Ken Crow is revamping Crow's Nest. It will be back up soon. And I've been published at Crow's Nest before uh, it became Conservative Daily Briefing. Uh, Reactionary Times, Life Zet, Flag and Cross, The Bull Elephant. If you're from the Virginia area, the bull elephant's a big deal. If you're outside of that, maybe you don't know. LaCourt News. You know, I, a lot of places. And most recently, the American Spectator. And my most recent article just this past week over at Your News. So I tend to think that a lot of those places, they matter. BizPack Review, okay? BizPack review, multiple things. Please, if that's the measurement that you're uh, claiming, then I think my resume's pretty solid. That's all I'm saying. But the only reason I'm still worked up about it is because if you're saying that Newsmax and uh, uh, LifeZet and BizPack and American Spectator, if you're saying that those places don't count, if you're saying that Reactionary Times doesn't count, then I'm going to say not only was I suspicious that you're not a conservative to begin with, but you're just a liar.
All right, let's get back into action because I've got way too much into Amy's remaining time. And it's a very important topic I wanted to get to for the remainder. So, Amy, thank you for your patience once again and waiting for me to get back around <laughs> to our conversation. Um, you, you spent a lot of time working to try to help stop human trafficking. You spent a lot of time, some of your uh, clients, uh, trying to find justice and, and trying to bring about an end to the human trafficking. How did that become an aspect of what you did? What, what was your, uh, what was the first thing that brought you into standing up against this uh, plague? Uh, a lot of it had to deal with the audio, the subliminal acoustic fingerprinting that I do with the audio. of people's recorded videos or audio files that they have taken um, because of the network that these people are connected to or that are harassing them. Uh, I capture a lot of information on the dark web, uh, things like red rooms, torture chambers, uh, rainbow rooms, uh, uh, necrophilia. Um, and a lot of it has to deal with I would capture locations of the children, how many children, what they were doing to those kids. I could hear them screaming in the backgrounds. So being an advocate, a lot of that has to deal with the audio forensics that I have done and I've discovered that information in there and we just have to stand up and start taking action and putting and, and stopping these crimes from being committed because uh, although like The Sound of Freedom was a wonderful mu movie, I went and saw it, I thought it was great um, it did not, and it gave you those personal feelings and insight on it and that there are other evil aspects that people do not realize that it's truly going on so when you're a good person you could only think of the good side of things and when you're evil you could just imagine the different type of evil actions that are being done yeah well you, you mentioned the sound of music and the sound of music the sound of freedom <laughs> what what the hell am i doing? i'm over here singing in the hills guys uh, uh me and julia roberts we're hanging out uh in the sound of freedom <laughs> It's such a unique story, just the story of the movie itself. It was a project that fell into the hands of 20th Century Fox. They had it. They were producing it. They were going to bring it forward. And then about the time that major production was to be done, uh, there's the buyout by Disney. Uh, Disney buys 20th Century Fox. And Disney puts the kibosh on it, and, and I think it's just such a delicious bit of irony that Disney hung on to it and hung on to it and decided they didn't want to have anything to do with it. They ended up releasing it to Angel Studios. Angel Studios releases it in theaters at the same time that Disney, via Lucasfilms, releases the most recent Indiana Jones movie, which is an embarrassment to the series and makes Indiana Jones a joke, and I'm sorry – as a fan of the character Indiana Jones, really pisses me off this uh, movie. Uh, but the fact that they ended up going head-to-head -head with this movie and literally limited theatric release, it cleans their clock. It, it's made millions of dollars now. It's bringing in international states. But the whole point of the matter is Disney could have had a hit here. And Disney is, in its own way, targeting children and making children a victim that way. 
But the truth is most of the criticism that has come from Hollywood has been somehow this is supposed to be QAnon fan fiction. I can't tell you how many times I heard that phrase. But the movie itself was written, produced, and originally made before QAnon even existed. So as we look through the storytelling here, as you said, there's a lot of reality that goes on uh, in the storytelling, but there's also a lot of stuff that it fails to capture, the things that you have seen. Uh, I can't imagine hearing children screaming in the background and being okay. That's the kind of thing that would haunt my dreams. What kind of uh, techniques do you use to, to have some level of detachment so that it just doesn't cause you nightmares, or are you able to detach from that? Um, a lot of the times I have to shut off the audio and I just, there is no emotional thing to actually break it down. Do I dwell on it? No, but I do put forth that anger that I get and those feelings into doing my work and continuing on and discovering more rings and discovering more children and trying to save them, uh, giving my reports to the FBI. I don't care if I've captured their names in them. I'm going to send them the reports anyways. I'm going to give the reports to our governors, our senators. I'm going to try to put a stop to this. Um, I've put in a lot of forth everything that I go through emotionally. Uh, it tears me up inside, but you have to put that into an anger format. And I just more focus in onto my work to get more, more clients, to get more help and to help more children. Because it's not just the adults that are being attacked. Uh, one of my clients in Michigan, their three-month-year-old baby is being attacked. Um, uh, you can see the physical wounds and burn marks on, on the child's body, and they shouldn't be there. Uh, uh, another person out in California, a, a six-month-old, uh, their daughter is being attacked, uh, 13 and 11 years old, and a lot of them has to go in with the different type of technologies that are being used, like the video voyeurism or seeing through the television screen. And you're right about Disney. A lot of these uh, perpetrators use um, Disney voices like Mickey Mouse or Goofy, and they can manipulate the child to do acts and commit acts and say things like touch yourself and it's okay nobody's looking and force them to do like an early masturbation so they could get it on video camera and watch them do it and then they sell the video behind the scenes wow it's just so infuriating i i appreciate the fact that you're able to focus that anger into energy to uh, continue to do the job I'm not sure that i could i would lose my mind as a father of daughters and knowing everything they're against in the world already i would absolutely lose my mind if that's what i was uh doing on a regular basis but uh I got to ask, we're already quickly running out of time. And again, Amy, I'm so sorry for cutting you short on this part of the segment because I think this one is probably uh, the most important thing we could probably be talking about right now because it's such a huge problem. But um, in your efforts to try to help combat it, 
who is the most helpful people that you've been working with and uh, in, in the efforts to shut folks down? Who who out there have you been able to work with government agency wise or uh, other private sector folks that are uh, doing the job the government should do? Uh, who would who would you say is your biggest ally and, and who how much have you sh- actually been able to shut down? Um, a lot of that has to I've just made connections recently with the Global Intelligence Agency. Um, I'm going to see if they're going to be able to use a lot of my reports and able to help. Um, I've contacted doctors uh, with my thermal tomography reports and other experts. They've been looking into validating my work forensically and making sure that it could get all entered into the court systems. Um, I have a judge out in Michigan who are taking these times very seriously and she's been willing to help and create laws and pass laws and, and things upon that mode. We've been mainly trying to get in touch with the senators and the governors. We've had no reaction from them um, on these crimes or who's helping or not. So I know there's a doctor out in um, New Jersey that I've been working closely with and then I've been involved with a lawyer, a couple of lawyers. Uh, uh, One is out in Canada. Uh, One is in Italy. Another one is inside of the United States. And then out in Belgium with uh, is the ICATOR nonprofit organization. Uh, the Due Agency is another nonprofit organization that I've been working closely with, and they refer a lot of their clients to me for. Uh, we've been, I've been working on it even more and more, trying to get this out into the open, trying to get it more into the public. So um, it, it's a step-by-step process. Uh, some law enforcement officers have had one in Nevada help me. There's um, a secret agent down at the border, but he'll tell you he, he doesn't know me. <laughs> um, so there are a couple of people out there that I have contacts with and friends that have been willing to help. So. Well, I, I for one am glad that uh, you're on the case and that uh, you're doing the work that you're doing because it sounds to me like we don't have enough folks trying to do this, including people that are supposed to be, you know, fighting crime and uh, protecting uh, people, especially those who are not in a position to protect themselves. Amy, uh, we're going to have to wrap things up. Uh, we're quickly running out of time. Before we do that, though, I do want to give you an opportunity. If somebody needed your services, how could they get in touch with you? Uh, feel free to share any websites you want to. And if you invite people to follow you on social media, uh, it only makes sense to throw out those handles and what platforms as well. But, you know, just let folks know where they can find you if they need you. Um, you can find, go to my website at amysaudios.com, A-I-M-E-E-S-A-U-D-I-O-S.com, or you could contact me at amysaudios at protonmail.com. Um, I'm underneath uh, my Facebook page. I really don't have time to do a lot of social media applications, but I'm on uh, Facebook's uh, Twitter, Signal, Telegram, uh, that's underneath my real name, Amy Hollum. So if you, you could always contact me that way as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending uh, Friday night with us. 
in an official capacity and not just as a listener tonight. Thank you so much, Amy. Uh, Godspeed to you. Keep up the great work. And uh, we'll uh, we'll probably get together again sometime, and uh, we'll get a little more in-depth on this topic because, like I said, I didn't give a fair shot uh, for the, too important of a segment to cut short. So, uh, mm-hmm. again, thank you very much. You're welcome, Tim. God bless. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Amy Hollum. And, uh, you know, forensic investigations of this nature – so invaluable at trying to stop the type of criminal activity that we're discussing on a regular basis and yet here she is she has to start her own company and she's out here trying to help people when law enforcement and the government just won't (sighs) makes me mad but that's why we have great americans all across the country all right that's gonna have to be it for tonight you guys have a great weekend be sure to come back and join us again and remember uh next friday we're live again so if you miss the other two shows during the week join me then always uh, look for the podcast though in the meanwhile don't take my word for it definitely don't take their word for it be prepared to put in some effort and most importantly use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth have a great weekend everybody
is using both hands. Mm-hmm.